Hello, welcome back to Cats and Gin. It's me, Astrid. I, yeah, I feel like laughing at myself because every time I think I'm going to be consistent again with this podcast, I just am not. And I so apologize for that. But here we are. We love the element of surprise. We love, I mean, there are, you know, people that I listen to or watch their videos and sometimes it's fun when it's <laughs> unexpected but and do get sad when they don't post regularly so you know hopefully there's enough lo-fi on here to cycle through or if you're after the talking videos well here's a new one here is a new one i thought i'd start just by giving a little uh a mini life update which might kind of explain how inconsistent i am with this podcast um so I've started a new course. I'm doing my master's actually in sort of a different field. And I feel like I might have given that kind of update in the past before I started. But um, yeah, I've just been working and studying this new course, which has been pretty full on. And I think that because it's different. So my undergrad was <clears throat> in fashion design and this is... Um, more of an art history masters that I'm doing not more of a like it is an art history masters anyway so it's a little bit you know it's a different world they do have crossovers but I'm literally learning so much every single time I go to class I'm shocked I'm surprised (laughs) I'm excited and also overwhelmed like it's a lot to take in there's a lot of reading I'm sort of used to making as my core activity so with you know fashion we would be I'd be making a lot of um in my last year I did a lot of jewelry slash accessories kind of thing and then previous to that um I was always sewing so kind of having that um I don't know if it was a balance but it was definitely heavy on the making and then you know other assignments you would do would be like theory based so reading and writing whereas the masters that I'm doing is basically just reading and writing so took me a while to kind of get used to the idea that I even when I don't feel like reading or writing I have to read or write whereas previously in my other studies you know if you didn't feel like researching an essay or yeah typing notes um starting your essay you could just start making something and it would still be considered productive or useful or whatever like it would you know that that was part of what you had to do so there was something to kind of fall back on and do instead but yeah now I don't have that so I'm just getting used to being able to focus and I can definitely say actually that I can read a lot faster now I can kind of start concentrating on reading a lot quicker I feel like in the past I would stare at my screen or um, stare at the page for quite some time before I was actually like taking in what the words were saying Um, and I would kind of go back over things quite a few times before I even really realized what I was reading I mean I definitely still you know after x amount of time reading it's still hard to concentrate but it's a lot better and it's kind of fun um yeah looking back at that 
Also, I wanted to note, um, I got a message yesterday from someone asking me when I started this podcast and it's actually quite fitting to bring up, I thought, because I think I actually posted my first ever episode um, of Cats and Gin on my birthday because I remember it being like ISO, like isolation B-Day podcast and that was in 2020 so it's somehow been two years tomorrow to the date well, I think I'm, this will go up on the 28th where I am so that is my birthday so it's kind of really interesting can't believe it's been two years but in saying that I feel like I should have way more episodes episodes to show for it but that's okay at least they're there and at least people enjoy them um, to some to some degree. Anyhow, so yeah, I thought that was kind of a fun thing to bring up, yeah, that it's been two years since this has been a thing. And I, yeah, I'm excited to kind of bring it back. Well, not really bring it back. It never really went anywhere. It was just my consistency. Anyway, so yeah, that was, that was a nice little reminder. I don't think I would have remembered otherwise because... I wasn't really thinking about that, but yeah, interesting. (laughs) The other thing that I was going to bring up um, that I had written down was I kind of sometimes wish that I could do polls or like surveys. I think, yeah, no, polls is a better word on the podcast. I think there might be some weird option somewhere where you can. I need to look into that more, but just with like what kind of things people want to hear about or um yeah I don't know I just thought it could be good so I might look into that just because I have too many Instagram accounts that I can't keep up with and I have considered like making an account for the podcast in the past but I feel like you know it's okay just having my personal Instagram which is in the description I feel like I'm not sure that having a Instagram separate to the podcast would add much more value, but let me know if you think different. Um, obviously, I have no idea what anyone else thinks of that because I can only think of what I think. Um, but I guess if I had that, I'd, it would be a more direct way to communicate with listeners. But yeah, just throwing that out there. If anyone has anything to say about it, feel free to let me know or don't. Like, it's really just me thinking out loud, actually, about whether or not that's something I want to do. I just um, feel like I don't need one more account to handle. Anyways, so, yeah, let me know. Let me know if you have any thoughts on that. But, okay, (laughs) so, I, this is really, okay, I don't even know how to start this story, but... I have something that happened, I think it was like three months ago now, and I had written this down to kind of talk about it in a podcast, because when it happened, I was just like in such disbelief. I'm just going to start talking about it. Essentially, it's it was like one of my biggest fears, um, where when, because I live in an apartment, when I step into the lift from my apartment, like, you know, the floor... Um, when I'm holding my keys, I always feel like I'm going to drop them through the crack of the lift, like 
the lift, the crack of the elevator shaft. And I never have. And I feel like I've been quite aware or like scared of it for quite a long time. Or like, you know, you just kind of, you kind of like hold your keys a bit tighter or like you hold your phone a bit tighter when you walk over a drain or like, yeah, anywhere that has like a crack that seems like, oh, you're not going to get that back. Um, yeah, it's always kind of been a thing <laughs> that I've thought about. And yeah, about three months ago, I was getting into the lift. I'd just gotten home from somewhere. I was holding my keys and I went to get into the lift to go up, like to get back home. And I was holding car keys and my house keys in one hand, I think. I think I just remember holding a lot of keys, but they were like, like the big part of the key ring was like around one of my fingers and then the other one was just like in my hand hopefully that makes sense anyways I was I think I was a little bit hungover or like really tired I just remember (laughs) something being a little bit off and I was like oh like just get me upstairs you know and I step into the lift and then I must have moved my hand and my house keys just drop out of my hand And this all happens in slow motion, by the way. So, you know, when something really, I don't know, bad or just really scary happens. Not saying this is like the scariest thing that's ever happened, but it wasn't fun. It literally happened in slow motion. So, like, I think when you fall over and things like that, it kind of happens in slow motion. Or, like, if you get hit, I don't know, by ball in sport. I don't know. That's a really bad example. Anyways, (laughs) my keys fall. And they fall straight through the crack of the lift between the floor. I don't know. The floor? Anyways, the crack of the lift and they don't even hit the sides. And I have a lot of keys on those keys. I've got like a key ring. I've got like a bottle opener. I've got like eight keys on there. Um, Yeah, the whole thing just falls straight through the crack. Doesn't even hit the two sides. Not even sure how it fit. To be honest, was surprised that it fit. I'm just gonna have a sip of my gin and tonic <laughs> I feel like it kind of sounds like I'm just drinking a gin and tonic because this is called cats and gin but it's pretty much all I drink at home um one sec you can drink our drink too if you have one <laughs> okay can you hit that ASMR Woo. um okay so yeah it falls through and I'm, I'm just like staring down at the crack with my mouth open Just, like, picture someone just so surprised and shocked. (laughs) Um, They've just lost their keys. And actually, there was a guy. I think he's, like, I don't know how old. doesn't really matter. not sure why that would ever matter. But a guy had gotten out of the lift, and and then this happened. So he was, like, still near me kind of thing. And I don't know if he saw. I feel like he did. But clearly, like, what's he going to do about it? Um, and I was just standing there staring thinking no way actually no way like there's actually no way I must be dreaming I must be having a nightmare like I just (laughs) it was a lot it was just silly because I feel like in that moment it was like okay this is something you've been scared of for so long it's happening and it's like oh okay of course this happens whatever so I finally shut my mouth after standing there for like actually two minutes 
just being like, no way, can't believe this, whatever. And then I, so my remote's like on the key as well, so I can't go anywhere except for the ground floor. Cool. Not that I could get into my apartment anyway, so that doesn't really matter, but I go to the ground floor and go to the building manager because I don't know what else to do and I ask if there's any way I can like get access to the like under the lift oh yeah by the way I looked down the crack of the lift like with my torch and I could see my keys okay so this is like there's like a weird amount of space under the basement so I was in the basement and they fell below the basement so initially I thought I don't know it kind of looks like there's another floor so I went to ask him to see if there was like another floor I could get to to get my keys but yeah he said there's not another floor it's just kind of like another bit that goes below so that when they service the elevator this is like a free lesson about elevators (laughs) um not really actually but I didn't know this anyway so when they service the lift they like I don't know take something apart and then the guy can go under so he's like under the under the basement floor of the lift anyways um obviously that was a bit disappointing because I thought there would be I thought there was literally a whole nother floor under there that like you know maybe only he could access but yeah he said no that is not a thing And he kind of just suggested that maybe I get a stick (laughs) and like a magnet and try to get my keys back that way. Um, But yeah, he was really lovely. He actually said that it happens quite a lot, which made me feel so much better because I thought I was just being really stupid and somehow, you know, nobody tells you these things. I mean... I don't know if anyone listening has ever dropped their keys down somewhere really weird, but no one tells you, like, this happens until it happens to you, and then you are like, does this happen? Like, do people like, does... Anyways. Um, he comes back with me, we lock the lift so that it can't get called up or down, and then we kind of, like, I show him where they are with my torch, and he's like, ah, yeah, okay suggests the stick thing and I'm like yeah okay where do I get a big stick and a magnet um and then I thought what about like a grabbing tool like you know those things that are like they're like a metal arm and then at the end they have like a grabbing mechanism and you just you can open and close it from the other end I thought okay maybe one of those would work and I went to like a hardware store near me um, to see if they had one. Well, actually, I looked online first. So I went and bought one of those. Um, thought I honestly thought it would extend quite long. I bought it. It didn't really extend that long. It just like unfolded. So it was probably like, I reckon it was like one meter long in total. Maybe 1.5 meters. Like it wasn't very long I'm thinking trying to remember but bring it back (laughs) go back and get the manager and he locks it again for me and then I try my grabbing tool (laughs) and it actually fits through the crack which was surprising because it was kind of bulky 
but it's not long enough. So the handle of like where you control the opening mechanism was super bulky. So it just like jammed, if that makes sense. So yeah, if the grabbing tool was like, I don't know, 20 centimeters longer, it actually would have reached. But unfortunately that did not work. And it was pretty sad because I thought I like, I thought I was really smart. I thought I'd like got it all figured out gonna get a grabbing tool and just gonna grab my keys whatever and then be done with this car upstairs no that didn't happen it did not it was not long enough um so I took that back and then had to call my partner and he had to bring me his keys because we're stupid and don't have a spare set of keys which we do now so <laughs> I think I think the lesson here is um, that I knew I needed to get keys and I just put it off for months. Spare keys, that is, sorry. I reckon I put it off for like a year, actually. We just never got them. Um, and so I was forced to get a spare set of keys. But, yeah, anyway, so after the grabbing tool didn't work, I was like, okay, what else can I do? Like, how else can I get my keys? This is not good. I need my keys. It has like so many keys on it. I can't even tell you. Like, I don't even want to think about trying to replace them. But he mentioned that they obviously have to service the lift, I think like every month or two. But the problem is he said that the guy who um, does it, sorry, I need a burp. <laughs> um, the people who service it, they're not really on a schedule. They just literally arrive and they're like, hey, we're here to service the lift. There's no... They don't tell you in advance, nothing. They just they just come. Okay, so that's interesting in itself. Not sure. Not sure about that. But anyways, that's what he said. And I don't know why he would make that up. I don't think he's making that up at all. I just think it's an interesting way to do things. Like, they just have no schedule. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, he says, blah, blah, blah. The other thing you could do... The first, okay, this is really in the wrong order, but before he mentions, oh no, sorry, this isn't making sense. He says, I can either call the lift technician right now, which will cost me like a few hundred dollars, um, and they can come get it out right now. He's like, how desperate are you? And I was like, I don't know, like not, probably not hundreds of dollars desperate. Like, I want my keys, but also I can get my boyfriend to bring them. So then he says, okay, if you aren't that desperate, you can just wait for them to come service the lift. The only thing is, like I was saying before, we don't know when that will be. Could be weeks. Could be tomorrow. <laughs> so I was like, okay, that's interesting. I was like, oh, is there really no way that someone can find out when they they're, they're coming? And he was pretty adamant that, like, no, you just have to, they just come. And when they're ready. <laughs> okay, so I was like, okay, cool. I think I'll just wait because he's bringing the keys to me now. At least I'll survive. Um, obviously, I'll survive. You know, it felt a bit dramatic to pay hundreds of dollars. I can totally understand. If it, if it was car keys, I would have had to pay. But because it was keys that did have another set somewhere on another person in another you know he had to drive over it's annoying but it was fine so I just did that and then actually I, I think it was like 
10 days or like a week, something not very long that he actually gave me a call and he said, because he told me that when they came, because this happens kind of often when people drop uh, stuff down the lift crack, (laughs) um, he would let me know because he'll, yeah, he'll remember that they're my keys, whatever. So yeah, pretty much like a week or 10 days later, he sends me a message or calls me, I can't remember. He is like, um, got your keys. And I was like, wow, amazing. That wasn't even that long. I'm so glad that I waited instead of paying like three or $400. Um, yeah, <laughs> so that's just the, the story of my biggest fear. It, it's probably not my biggest fear, but it's just like, it was a very, it was a fear that I thought about a lot, I guess, because I... I'm often holding my keys in my hand and I'm often near things where they could fall and I could lose them. So my one of my common fears came through that had never uh, came through, came true. Oh my God. That, yeah, hadn't ever before. And I'm kind of glad that it did. I think actually, oh, I don't know if glad's the right word, but it did force me to get, to finally get some spare keys made. Um... And, yeah, except for, like, I think, like, a month or two after, even now, sometimes still, I just see everything as a key trap, like, things that were already key traps before, mainly drains and just crevices of things, like, yeah, I just keep thinking of, like, oh, my keys could drop there, oh, my keys could drop there, um oh I could drop my keys and then accidentally kick them and then they would fall you know I just keep thinking of all these scenarios of how I could lose my keys um but yeah now I'm like I have this rule where I don't get my keys out like pretend I'm walking into the lift I won't get my keys out of my bag while I'm walking in I have to either be already holding them or I'll get them out when I'm already in the lift and I know that sounds really dramatic, but it kind of is. And I think it's kind of fair. <laughs> so I hope this doesn't like create anxiety for anyone that's also scared of dropping their keys. But yeah, maybe just like be careful because I'm a pretty careful person. And yeah, you can drop your keys down the lift and it's pretty annoying. Especially because um, grabbing tool, like a, yeah thought I was solving my problem but I just had to wait anyways so <laughs> lessons from this story number one if you don't have spare keys go get some if and then number two um don't pull your keys out when you're walking over crevices lol <laughs> yep sorry just don't just don't drop your keys it's pretty it's just inconvenient actually but all is fine all is absolutely fine. Um, I guess for everyone, it's like, like I was telling my mum, oh, now I'm just feel, now I feel like I'm just gonna drop my keys everywhere. I already felt like that. Oh my god, did you hear that? There's just people speeding down the road. Um, and she's like, well, you basically, like, she pretty much thinks that I manifested it because I was so scared of doing it, and then it did actually happen. And I'm like, yeah, okay, like I do, I see, I see your angle, but also. I was tired and I just like moved my hand at the wrong time in the wrong place. So whatever, but at least I got keys out of it. Got my keys back. 
got new keys, whatever. Um, but yeah, it definitely just shows how like different things affect different people. Like my boyfriend's not scared of that at all. He does not think about how he's going to drop his keys ever. I think I think about him dropping his keys, but he doesn't think about dropping keys. Um, which was kind of another thing I've been thinking about recently is just how, okay, it's going to sound a bit stupid. Wait, I need to drink my drink. Thirsty. It's just like how different people are. (laughs) I mean, obviously we're all different. That's a given, but I mean, sometimes I feel like people are a lot more similar than we realize, but just in terms of like what stresses some people out and what stresses other people out right so like something like that would really stress me out but then other people like don't freak out at all or like I don't know I remember once like a few months ago went camping with some friends and when we were driving out of the campsite um we got a flat tire and I think like Say if there was, like, four people in the car, I think three out of the four of us had all already experienced having a flat tyre, like, some at some point in the last, like, one or two years, except for the person whose car it was. And so she was freaking out because it had never happened. Like, she'd never gotten a flat tyre. But then she realised that literally everyone else had, and then she realised she didn't need to freak out because none of us were freaking out. Because it had already happened to us and we knew that it was kind of like, yeah, it's super annoying, but we just, there are just certain things that we can do. Like you just call in Australia, I guess a lot of people would call RACB. And even if you don't have a membership, you just like sign up over the phone and they'll literally come help you. (laughs) Um, But in saying that, the first time that I was ever somewhere and we got a flat tire, it was obviously... I mean, I was actually less stressed than I thought I would be, but it was definitely, like, the second time something happens, it's like, okay, I already know what to do, so, like, this is fine. But anyways, so, if you don't have reception, that's kind of, like, a whole nother issue, I guess, then you have to, like, walk away and, like, find somewhere that has a reception. But if you have reception, it's pretty fine. But also, (laughs) some people actually know how to change their own tyre, so that's even better. I think we didn't have a spare tire in the boot so our only choice was to like get help get towed and then get a tire blah 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 but anyways what I was trying to say before was yeah I just thought there was something that I saw the other day when I was walking home that reminded me of just like different levels of awareness slash different levels of um I guess anxiety about certain things because I was walking home and I was just walking down this like big main road where I live and there was this guy on the phone I think he was facetiming someone yeah because you could yeah I could see the other person on on his um screen and he was just kind of like having a great time talking to this person facetiming and he was there was a car and then behind the car was a trailer and then at the bottom of the trailer it had been like prepared so that whatever was on the trailer could get slid out of the trailer. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. Um, and he was standing behind the thing on the trailer that he was obviously like trying to transport somewhere. 
and I'm fairly certain it was a massage chair if I remember correctly like that's what it looked like to me it was like a big bulky leather chair um like one of those reclining ones that then you can like you like slot your legs in and yeah it, it massages you so yeah he was just standing behind the chair kind of leaning on it and just like facetiming his friend having a great time <laughs> i imagine he was waiting for them to come to where he was so that he could like move it inside a house or like i don't know inside a business who knows but yeah i was just thinking about like when i when i walked past it i just thought well that's so funny because I feel like if that was me, like if I had to drive a trailer with a massage chair on it, for one, I'd be like, whoa, is this secure? Did I strap this down properly? I don't know how to strap things down really. Um, yeah, not sure how to do that. So that would be stressful. Number two, I'd be like, oh my God, is my trailer going to detach from my car? Is that secure? Number three... I'd be like, if I had parked the car with the trailer and then I was like ready to move it um, and I was on the side of a busy road and I was just kind of standing there behind the massage chair or whatever I was moving, I feel like it would be really hard for me to relax and just be on FaceTime because I'd be like, oh my God, whoever's meant to be here with me, like moving this thing is not here and I'm just on the side of the road with a massage chair and a trailer. <laughs> but this guy just like did not care at all. Like he, maybe, he, maybe he does this all the time, I have no idea. But also I think it's kind of a thing that comes with age. Like the reality is if you're there and you're waiting, like there's not really a whole lot you could do. So you may as well FaceTime your friend and eventually whoever's meant to be there to help you will be there and then you'll move it and it's fine. And it's not like it was a lane for driving or anything. Like it was... There was just like parked cars in front of him. So I guess in that sense, it's not really the end of the world <laughs> at all. I just thought it was really funny because I just couldn't like picture myself in that scenario. And then I just was having a laugh about that to myself. But yeah, it's really not that, it's not that complicated. But yeah, I just think it's funny how like certain scenarios would like break one person out and not another like at all. And then vice versa, you know, like if, I don't know. If someone said to me, write a, write an essay, I'd be like, okay, um, this is a terrible example. I can't, I just can't think of anything else. Sorry. Whereas obviously some people like hate writing essays and they'd rather like, I don't know, play 10 games of soccer. <laughs> Whereas I would definitely rather write an essay over play a lot of soccer, mainly because I don't really, yeah, it just, it would just not be good. Anyways, so that was a really bad analogy, but you maybe get the point. I don't know. The point is that we're all different slash all get stressed out by different things and different scenarios. And yeah, when, when you grow up, things are less scary because you've probably done it before. And then it's not as stressful because you kind of already know what to do. Um... But yeah, that was, they were kind of like the main things that I can remember from the last little while. I think the only other updates or like major things that are, that would have happened, I can't really remember them. So they can't be that major. <laughs> They're just like everyday things that 
happen and then I forget. So who knows? Maybe I'll remember them and they can be in the next one. But anyways, thank you um, for listening. And like I said before, if you have any feedback or like requests or anything like that, feel free to DM me on Instagram. It's written below in the description. I'm not going to spell it because it's too long, but it's just Astrid Warren Zach. Um, But yeah, I hope you have a lovely day and I will see you soon. Or rather, you'll hear me soon or you'll hear a lo-fi mix. Um, Oh yeah, also, if you do listen to my lo-fi mixes as well as the talking ones, um, feel free. I've Initially, they started on YouTube and then they came onto the podcast. This is how this whole thing happened which I'll link in the description as well. But yeah, you can actually listen to the lo-fi mixes. There are a few on YouTube, just if you prefer that. Um, Because it has like visuals. (laughs) Anyways, so yeah, have a lovely day and thank you again. Bye.